I think men have some unique challenges because we've been told to suck it up and that, that seems to be a, a commonality where um, men didn't have the opportunity to share emotions and so if you can't share emotions you certainly don't want to share your weaknesses and I think it's sometimes difficult for people to, to express, um, to share a weakness because it's seen as a weakness and really as it's not a weakness, it's a condition, it's an illness and it's something that needs to be treated. So certainly I think it's becoming better. I think men are becoming more open. Um, there's a, a, um, an equality of the sexes in some ways where women have always been free to express themselves. Um, men are starting to feel that way, but again, like a lot of stigma things, there's, there's room for improvement. It's interesting because when I talk to children or I talk to adolescents and boys in particular, and I say, define what strength is to you. The automatic response is always the physical, right? And one of the things that I'm so passionate about, why I talk openly about my struggles is exactly for those boys so that they can become aware that this is certainly not something to be ashamed of. This is not something that is weak when you talk about your emotions. It, is, it, it takes incredible courage. I get the fear, I get the anxiety that it takes to put a voice to this, but I also get the rewards. Words like man up, those are words that people have to really think about before they spit them out. You know, the, there's that line, taste your words before you spit them out. And I don't think that we always are aware of the effects from our words. You look at this, the numbers around suicide. You know, 75% of all suicides are by males, and yet it's the men who are the least likely to get the help. Uh, I was fortunate in that as a child my mom taught me to cry, which is something that's very important to, to teach to boys, I think. But now, as an adult, at 33, um, I still feel a stigma as a mentally ill man. Uh, the statistics are, are roughly 50-50. I mean, for, for bipolar, I think women are slightly more predisposed to it. But as a woman, it's more normalized to ask for help because women, particularly of childbearing years, have to ask for help when they're pregnant. It's, we go to the hospital and we, we have a relationship with all our practitioners. Uh, but as a man, you only go to the doctor when you're dying because you don't want a prostate exam, you don't want it because big mean man, we're not, we're not doing that. And so even in the psych ward, talking to other men, um, there's shame. And, I, and I, I've never been quite certain why there is. I've experienced stigma, certainly, almost daily, but I don't think it has anything specifically to do with my sex or gender. Although I do know for other men, that's definitely the case particularly within their families. You know, if it's the male head of the household and he ends up in a psych ward, the whole family falls apart. Whereas if it's a child or, or the mother goes to the psych ward, the family keeps on rolling. Uh, and so I think that's where the stigma is bred. And I think it's a very, very dangerous stigma because the, the idea that men can't have mental illnesses is a key part of toxic masculinity and it's why the suicide rate among men is so high is because we just we don't ask for help and and that kills us. I find that guys run all the resources a lot quicker than women and um, 
hit rock bottoms a lot quicker as well. Having a career that I worked hard at for 10 years and you know even though I was deep in addiction with alcohol and cocaine I still functioned, I still went to work, I was well respected. To go from this to that it really uh, it hurt my self-esteem, it hurt my self-worth. You know I grew up with my father uh, we weren't allowed to cry, we weren't allowed to show emotion. But I look at that build, the way he kept all his stuff in, but it didn't work for him. You know, at, towards the end of his life, he, I really think that was his downfall, not being able to share, just keeping all his emotions in. And I think, you know, now, with this carefree life that I live, not worrying about what people think of me, whether if I cry or if I don't cry, you know, it's, it's, it's like uh, living with anger. Anger will eat you. So by not letting that stuff out, you're, you're really just hurting yourself. I think a lot of the time, uh, generationally, people just don't either have the permission or even the vocabulary to talk about what they're feeling, what's going on for them. And so I think we don't always do a very good job of, of raising our, our sons, and I have three sons, to, to have the recognition of what's happening to them, but also the, the ability or the vocabulary to talk about what that feels like. You know, that idea that somebody won't be able to talk to their friends about it, their buddies who they go to the bar with or they play hockey with, you don't talk about this stuff, you talk about sports. That's what we do. Or you drink and you punch holes, you know, in, uh, in the warp. That's how you cope. Um, well, we need to find a better way to actually recognize there's something else going on, there's something wrong. It can't be the women who lead the way with everything, but frequently it is. There's definitely more pressure for men to bottle things up, to not talk about stuff. It is still more acceptable for me to share what I'm going through than for him to share. And I think that's one of the reasons that it's so important that men are starting to open up and to join the conversation because I can share as much as I want and I'm going to have a certain impact and be able to reach a certain amount of people to, to let them know that it is okay to talk about things. But my husband, his testimony is going to be much more powerful than mine. I was never diagnosed until 2006 and I, I really crashed and burned then and my wife actually made me go to the doctor and that's when I actually got a, a diagnosis. So up until then there was no way I was going to admit that I was depressed or I was not feeling well because you know the worst kind of stigma? Self stigma. I was not going to admit this because obviously how could I be weak, how could I be depressed? I, I was really raised in, in a um, it, an old-fashioned family. I think it was, it was generationally passed down that men were to be the provider. They were to be tough. They were not, not to show weakness. They were, you know, look after the family, bring home the bacon, so to speak. And for me, I just, I never really opened up. I kind of jammed everything down and the stuff that I jammed down so far, that layer got so hard. It was so compressed from all the other stuff sitting on top of it that I just couldn't break through it. And when I finally broke through that layer, it was like an oil well. It was like everything just exploded out. And, and I cried for days. I, I cried the better part of one month. That's why it's important that you have role models who will come forward and say, this is me. And when, so when a hockey player says it or a football player says it, it, it allows other people who maybe look up to those people as the macho, stereotypical man to be able to say, you know what, I have it too. 
And if they can say it, if they can tell their stories, I can tell my story as well. As men, we have to show that it's okay to demonstrate emotions or to release some tears because that will give them permission to do the same. It, it's really important for me that, that men know that it's okay to share your feelings with other men, that, you know, that other people are really willing to listen to you, that, you know, and you don't have to be this tough guy. You don't have to hold everything inside. And I actually strongly encourage that if you are recovering, that you don't hold everything inside because it's really not all that healthy for you. You can't hold anything back because you got to fight for your life. And at the end of the day, is life worth living for you? Are you worth fighting for? And at the end of the day, I was worth fighting for.